4: Hi, Hi! Hi! how's it going tonight?
3: Pretty good, how are you?
4: I'm awesome, thanks. It is Saturday, November 20th, 2001, episode 36 of The Hot Box.
3: That it is.
4: What's up? Hey, uh, tomorrow the podcast award nominations are done. So, if you're listening to this, if you enjoy the show, if you know people that do or have an internet connection, if you would kindly go to podcastawards.com, Nominate the hot box. Just put in the hot box there under name and hotboxpodcast.com, of course, under URL for the education. We're an educational program here.
3: Yes, we are. We
4: like to educate our listeners and talk and all that. So uh, it'd be cool. Give us that nomination. Uh, Get everyone you know to do that before tomorrow night, tomorrow at midnight.
3: Which would be Sunday, November 21st. Exactly
4: com, and then while you're there go ahead and throw the jam hole in there for mature and people's choice and anyone else you know that does show uh, a in, and send it off you only got to do it once and it ends tomorrow night so get that done absolutely Uh, you can give us a call live of course 406-204-4687 that is the numero the numero uno numero so how are you
3: I'm good
4: how's it been going
3: Good. We got
4: uh, quite a bit of snow here.
3: I know the weather is, which is cold,
4: kind of why there was no show on Tuesday.
3: Yeah, and my stupid head.
4: Yeah, stupid head. I know. Are you cool now, though?
3: Yeah. Sometimes I just get these really bad headaches, and I think it's just from having to deal with uh, people who come into restaurants all day.
4: That sucks.
3: It's okay though.
4: Those people are the worst.
3: It's okay.
4: Your loving public. <laughs>
3: I live to serve.
4: <laughs> How may I help you? <laughs> awesome. Lots of good uh, marijuana news oh, in the so last much. week. So much. What do you want to start off with this evening?
3: Well, I think we should start off with the given. On
4: a local tip? <laughs>
3: I think we <laughs> can should. I, can I
4: take us to a local tip real quick? Please. Please our, do. Our good friend, JC... Oh, yeah. I still look at that picture I took from the MMGA conference in Helena and just like totally snicker to myself.
3: The, the sad face. It's,
4: it's very amusing. So uh, what's what's Jason been up to? What's, what's he up to? What's he in the news for this time? In well... A, in a bid to stay relevant, as relevant as possible.
3: He actually didn't have a choice in this matter. Oh, really? Yeah, actually. Authorities searched the offices of Missoula medical marijuana provider Jason Christ on Thursday, leaving with records and at least one laptop computer. They're conducting an audit to make sure no fraudulent paperwork went out, said Chris, holding a tote bag and his trademark gondola pipe.
4: Nah. Is that what it's called?
3: I don't. I gondola? call it compensation for what compensation? he must lack. <laughs> adding that he'd long expected a visit from police, which means he got rid of everything they were hoping to find. Right.
4: I've been waiting for you guys to come and pay me a visit, you know, ever since I made those fraudulent friggin' uh, prescriptions. or Where were, they? were
3: you? Yeah.
4: Which I burned, by the way.
3: Yeah, they're all gone. All gone by now.
4: Here's Completely. a brand new computer, though. That is my laptop that you can just take. There's like nothing on it. The cops go to turn it on. And it's like the first time you turn a computer on. Yeah. It's like put in all your info, and they're like, "Ah, oh, damn no. you, Jason."
3: System reset. <laughs> I um. I'm surprised it. I'm surprised it took so long, said Chris, who is notorious for smoking marijuana in public places, including uh, on the state capitol lawn. No,
4: uh, remind me.
3: Yeah. Thursday's search warrant applied to suspected distribution of dangerous drugs, in this case, marijuana, and tampering w- with w- public w- records or information, said Deputy Missoula County Attorney Andrew Paul. Andrew
4: Paul, I have a question. Hold on. Okay, I, I fully understand the tampering with public records or information. Totally you shouldn't be doing that. They're public records so you can look at them, but don't mess with them. Right, That's right. That's read only. That's 755, not 644. I think I got that backwards. File permissions. Anyway, um what's dangerous drugs? Marijuana. Ma- I I don't understand that.
3: They they consider marijuana a dangerous What's drug.
4: Da- What's dangerous about it?
3: Because of ha- uh, because of people like Jason Christ, but he threw a temper tantrum in the middle of a car shop.
4: Because of pot, though.
3: Well, no, because I'm
4: I'm smoking pot right now, and I'm comes, not throwing a temper tantrum. It
3: comes across to people that it is pot related because he's smoking it while it's happening.
4: But if you took out the pot, that would still be happening,
3: right? But people okay. don't see it that way.
4: Well, they need to. I know. Listen, people. We're See it this on way. It. See We're it this way. On it. But dangerous. I. I. I don't believe that. I don't yeah. buy that. Especially when you go to the go-to argument for the month, the government is giving pot to people to their p- federal yeah. patients. So what's dangerous about that? Is that dangerous? Is the government hurting them on purpose? Because I'm smoking better pot than that right now. Oh and yeah. And I'm not hurt.
3: I'm fine.
4: I'm groovy. I'm happy. So.
3: So, I don't
4: understand that, Andrew yeah, Paul. Can, you yeah. please, can we call Andrew Paul? Can we get him on the horn and have him to please? <laughs> Andrew Paul, Mr. Paul, can you please clarify what you mean by dangerous drugs in this case, comma, space, marijuana, hyphen?
3: Yeah. Thank well, you. maybe we'll hear from him.
4: Call us. 406-204-4687. Mm. Thank you.
3: Chris said police also planned to search a small grow operation at his house. Paul disputed Chris' attempt to characterize Thursday's search warrant as routine. I think if you looked at the number of dispensaries in Missoula County and looked at the number of search warrants issued, the statement would not stand scrutiny, said Paul. The only other search warrant drawn up by the county attorney's office for a medical marijuana business was executed last month at Montana Pain Management.
4: Wait, so there was only one other one? Right. So that's not routine at all. Right. Okay.
3: Uh, And Chris, Montana Caregivers Network, are among 39 registered medical marijuana businesses in Missoula County as of October 18th, according to records from the State Department of Public Health and Human Services. Chris MCN is best known for its traveling cannabis caravans that provide a doctor's recommendation for medical marijuana for hundreds of people within a few hours. Its offices are located in the blue building on the southeast corner of Front and Orange Streets that also houses other firms in the medical marijuana business. Inside the building's hallway, a sign outside Chris's suite said Cannabis Care. Chris said Thursday that was the name of another business he'd experimented with, declining to explain further.
4: Hmm. Is Weird. that the one he experimented with making fraudulent prescriptions Probably. with? Was that that business?
3: That's the one I was trying to get some money back and forth <laughs> right, to the Virgin right. Islands, and it didn't work out. No, so. that's that's
4: my side business that sells pot to everybody that doesn't have a card. Yeah. It's cool. Don't worry about it's it. It's all good. It's legit. It's all good.
3: Members of the Missoula Police Department and the Missoula County Sheriff's Department showed up at about 10:30 a.m. Thursday, searched the offices for about three hours. Chris said, "Part of our protocol is to expect the police and expect authorities." He said, adding that he queries new hires as to whether they feel able to deal with the stress of police breaking down a door and making employees lie on the floor.
4: Nine in the morning, police at my door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scooting across a hardwood floor. <laughs> no. Yeah, I deal with that every day. No, it's fine. I'm cool with cops just busting doors down at random increments throughout my day and making me lie down on the floor so that they can that. put penis in my butt. No, I'm, I'm totally down with that. <laughs> That's cool. Daily. On the daily.
3: Minimum wage? No problem. No
4: worries.
3: <laughs> Not, he added, that Missoula law enforcement did anything of the sort on Thursday. They're very kind here, he said. I like that they're doing their job. I love that. Which reiterates the fact even more that he disposed of anything you were hoping to find that was going to get him in trouble.
4: Do you think, what what do you think hypothetically he had gotten rid of? What, what, maybe some. Any
3: paperwork that would show that he had anything to do with anything. I'm sure he was able to go through and fix it to where it either looks like he had nothing to do with it or it didn't even happen in his office.
4: Yes, caller. You're live on the hot box. What's up? What's up now? Hey. Ed, what's up now? What's hey. going on? Uh, Ed, doctor. Hey, Tamar- Tamarack dispensary. What's going on, man?
1: Oh, uh, me and Glenn are driving back from Bozeman. We're uh, on the planet lake somewhere.
4: How did I know you were in your car driving?
3: Because he always does that. (laughs)
4: That's your job. So, uh, we see that you got a quote in this uh, story here.
3: We were just Uh talking about the raid in Missoula. Oh, I was
4: there.
1: Isn't that crazy? It
4: says. It says here, Chris Tactics have not served the industry well, said Ed Doctor, who owns the Tamarack dispensary, Hala, medical marijuana business, which he runs alongside his Tamarack ski shop in Whitefish. And Quinn. And Quinn, holla.
3: And other people.
4: That's right. Not hey bad. I, Quinn. You said he's pushing the limits, being dumb. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah, I, I was pretty to put that in there.
4: So, so yeah. what happened? Tell us, tell us about it. You were there when this went down.
1: I still don't know. Yeah, there's a bunch of law enforcement in there, just you know,
4: looking at stuff. <laughs> you know, I. <I'm, laughs> Was everyone, like, on the floor, hands interlocked behind... Oh,
3: yeah.
4: oh, okay, Uh-oh. I think we're losing him. Uh-oh. All right, well... Ed Doctor, everyone, driving back from Bozeman, of course.
3: And he actually coined the term Antichrist.
4: The Antichrist...
3: <laughs> he Facebooks that one.
4: Oh, fucking Ed. It's great.
3: We're, he wants to form the Antichrist group.
4: We should. The Antichrist movement...
3: Yep, yep. I'm
4: down with that. The hot box is down with the anti Christ movement. Absolutely.
3: Yes. Um and Ed also uh he he got to hang out there and see everything happen. That's I mean, cool. Um he wasn't surprised to see people there at all either. Right. You know? And he said that, you know, he was waiting for it. Yeah. And I mean we've talked about Chris quite a few times. He's done right. a lot of stupid stuff.
4: Right. So Chris he- is like the equivalent of every TMZ article you've ever read or not read. Like uh-huh. that's that's his game.
3: Well, and he's looking for attention.
4: I'm wacky. Ah. And he
3: loves the attention. Loves it. Loves it.
4: I'm all about attention, too. But like you're getting the wrong attention. Everybody hates you, dude. You're like that kid Why? at school that nobody likes. Oh, uh, there's Ed! Ed doctor. What's up? Oh, not too much. Got back in the service. Nice, <laughs> nice. So what were you saying? Uh, you, you were there when this all went down?
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, I know that, you know, I, I, man, it was, it was really weird, you know? And, uh, I mean, who knows what's going on with that guy? I really don't know.
4: Did I mean, the cops, did they literally break the door down and make everyone get hands on the floor, hands behind your back type of thing?
1: No, I think it was, no, it was pretty professional. They just went in and, you know, I'm I, you know, I'm sure he was pretty cooperative. There was a lot of police there.
4: Was it D- DEA task force or local PD? I
1: think it was drug task force and or was, yeah, the sheriff maybe. Right. Did, local authorities, you know.
4: Did you recognize any of their faces from the uh, subcommittee hearings? Was it any of those guys?
1: No, no, no. Oh,
4: okay.
3: Were they nice to ever other people that were there, like you and maybe other people in the building?
1: Oh uh, yeah, they didn't talk to me out there. Just in his office, you know. I was in the uh, other ones, you know.
3: The other uh, one. Was
1: pretty, I was doing some sales for Kush Magazine. Nice. Ah,
4: are you the new Kush rep? Yeah. How's that well, working no, I'm out? Doing that. How's it's
1: going? Pretty good. People like it. They really like it. It's uh, it's a nice with magazine.
4: Good. Good.
3: Very yeah, nice. Man.
4: Well, right on. It's
1: really nice out here, man. It's beautiful out tonight.
4: Yeah, beautifully <laughs> cold. It's like neg eight. Loving that.
3: It is freezing out there.
1: <laughs> I know. We've driven. In, we've driven 1,200 miles the last four days. I think, and it's snowed almost every mile.
4: Hell oh, yeah! Man. Hey, so tell us uh, when can we catch the next MMGA meeting?
1: Uh that would be the eighth of December. Thank oh, you. Really?
3: Thank you, Quinn. Thank
4: you, Quinn. <laughs> the, Welcome. <laughs> the eighth of December yeah. is. Are we back at the mall?
1: Uh yeah, we probably are. Uh, I gotta. We gotta get a free place, man.
4: Yeah, we need to just start doing it at your house.
3: <laughs> right? What no. night? What night can you, yeah. What night?
1: Uh. What night can you put it on on the uh, internet? When? Yeah, what night? because you record it?
4: Oh, I can make it if it's a Tuesday or m- um, maybe Thursday. Yeah. Or the weekends. Well, we got to do
1: that. We got to figure that out. I'd like to, we would, it'd be nice to have them out there, man, or put some stuff on, on uh, YouTube, too, or something.
4: Yeah, I know it. It'd be nice if you guys had a, a tech guy like that on payroll that uh, that could do that for you. If only That's we, right. If only we knew somebody like that that has all that equipment. I don't know, yeah, you know
1: owes me money right now, so we'll wait until I get paid.
4: <laughs> awesome. Well, if I find a guy like that, I'll uh, send him your way. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, You
4: should. <laughs> All right, <laughs> man. Well, hey, we got to get you back on the show, definitely, uh, next time you're in town yeah. for more than 10 minutes.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think
4: 2013 I'll be
3: good to go. Nice. Ah. I'll, sk-
4: I'll have uh, my people schedule you in and call if your we're people. we're
3: still here in 2013. I know.
4: I might have a wedding to attend to if we're still here after 2012. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. You're going to get married. <laughs> Holy Christ.
4: All you right. You married? Oh, I don't know. I-, I got proposed to at our Jam Hole live audience show in September.
3: Matt's engaged. Beautiful.
4: The 404 show. Yeah. So, uh, I love you, Quinn. And uh, <laughs> thanks for calling, Ed.
1: <laughs>
4: uh, hey Sandy, call me tomorrow. Uh,
1: Later.
3: Okay, I will.
4: Okay, thank you. All right, well, Bye.
3: Bye. Thanks, Ed.
4: Holler back, Ed Doctor. Everyone, Tamarack Dispensary, and the the lovely, the lovely Quinn.
3: <laughs> you are so in love with her. Lovely.
4: I'm in love with my girlfriend. Thank You're you. in
3: love with your fiance. I'm in love
4: with everybody. So there.
3: Anyways, on to other things, now that I just got you in trouble, if she ever listens to
4: the show. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this, it's cool. <laughs>
3: oh, that's right, it's she cool. blows it off. That's right. It's your other, other show. Anyways, um, well, we could keep the news in Montana really quick. Oh, please. And talk about, this is just a small story Because about- this,
4: though this affects a lot of different businesses oh, one and in this particular
3: is that focuses on doing yep. these exact things
4: and this the whole teleconference video exam thing that's how chris made his millions in my opinion was being able to utilize that technology and run a massive amount of patients through a gambit of screens basically signing papers and out like just yeah like a factory just pumping them out
3: Oh, and he was really good at it, too, you know, and
4: he did what he did, you know,
3: the Montana Board of Medical Examiners is recognizing that. And so um, the Montana Board of Medical Examiners says Internet based video examinations for people seeking approval to use medical marijuana doesn't meet the board's standards.
4: Which we've all known for since people we have started doing that. yeah, yeah. That's kind of a, a non-legit way of examining patients. Yeah. Now, if you had a 3D scan, like in my favorite show Stargate Atlantis, you could easily do something like that. You just send it to their screen. But since we live in a not cool place that doesn't have that stuff like Stargates, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think you can fully get a feel and make a proper diagnosis via mm. a, a screen you know
3: well and yeah I mean these don't give you all of the information you need by far you cannot no. I mean come on how many people have ended up meeting up with somebody that did not look anything like they were going to when they met them online mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean you cannot tell a whole lot by mm-hmm. looking at a picture online
4: yeah got it you gotta if if Dudes, listen, if the girl (laughs) that you're looking at, if her profile, if all of the pictures of her are from the same angle, you need to, first, you need to send her a message. You need to say, hi, I'm loving this angle, but could you send me a picture from the opposite angle? And see if she does. And if she doesn't, I would, uh, defriend her and move on, (laughs) but... Yeah, definitely. I mean, to make a full medical diagnosis, like, uh, yeah, probably not. But they serve their purpose, you know. Right. That's right. they were meant to get the number of card-carrying people in the state of Montana way up there, well, really and it's quick. At
3: Twenty-five thousand something. Right. So and I mean, how many of
4: those people went through a video?
3: Exactly. Now,
4: my question is, what's going to happen to those people's cards? Is it they're retroactively? Still, I'm
3: assuming they're still going to be valid. They're grandfathered they in. Actually, tell who did a video conference and who someone. Oh, saw really? Someone. There's nowhere on the form. It's not
4: documented via video conference or in person, right? Oh, there's okay. nowhere
3: on the form that says anything about how you examined this person, how long thinking. you talked to them, anything like that.
4: And that was good thinking. So there's on no his way part. to tell
3: who did that. So I'm assuming they'll all be valid. But right. when it comes time to renew,
4: they're going to have gonna to be get so
3: hard for people to find someone, right? There, because because
4: they don't have an established
3: it's Yeah, doctor. it's limiting the amount of people that are going to be able to do this. And honestly, there are a lot of people who got their cards that probably shouldn't have.
4: Oh, of course. That aren't
3: going to be able to renew when it comes time to actually meet with the doctor face to face.
4: But in that same vein, you're saying that marijuana is a, a very dangerous schedule one substance, which it is not. Right. So, I mean, you lied to us first, so
2: <laughs> it's only
4: fair, right? I know two wrongs don't make a right, but if you'd quit lying to us, we could get a lot more work done.
3: Right. But they don't see it that way. No. So, the board on Friday said medical doctors must conduct hands-on nah, <laughs> hands,
4: hands off
3: physical examinations before signing off on someone receiving medical marijuana. Board members Dean Center tells the Independent Record that initiating a new treatment for a chronic condition requires a physical examination.
4: Does that mean fingers in the butt, cough?
3: Well, close, probably, depending on what you're going for. Gotcha. Um, Medical marijuana providers in the state have been connecting doctors with those seeking medical marijuana using the web video service Skype. Hmm. The Montana Caregivers Network contends the video examinations are needed for people whose regular physician won't recommend medical marijuana and who can't travel.
4: For that, then, I would say maybe you need a doctor that can go to those people.
3: Well, and that To keep
4: it hands on.
3: That's what I think Jason Christ was trying to do when he first started the right. MCN thing, but he did not handle it properly. I mean. It became a joke. He got kicked out of one place after another. Well, do you think
4: that had to do with said person's behavior, though? If anyone else would have tried to do this, do you think it would have gotten... I
3: think that there are people out there that if they were to put together... A group of Montana doctors Mm -hmm. that were willing to travel and actually sit down and talk to people and do an examination. Pay their gas,
4: hire them drivers. Don't let a bunch of
3: caregivers just randomly show up with jars of marijuana that they can set out on a table. Right. Try to have legitimate people involved. Have doctors schedule appointments. Don't just have a ton of walk-ins. Right. Maybe have a few. Limit yourself. Set some limits. I mean, come on. It can be done. I think Jason just wanted to try to slap the state in the face.
4: It is kind of sad, though, if you do have to set limits on your business because it's growing too much. Like, this is this is America. We should be able to grow our business as fast and as big as we want, you know? Mm-hmm. It's capitalism. Who's to say that you can only have this many if, if you're going to look at, like, a legitimate business? Right. Which it, it should be. It is.
3: But there's a different... Jason ran at this like a bull running at an matador. He didn't think about the easiest way to make his point without it being what it's turned into.
4: Which is a circus.
3: Right. The reason why he has the the reputation he has is because he has basically let his company run rampant. And all he's concerned with is getting more and more people. It's numbers. It's a numbers. Yeah, that's all it is. He's not thinking about how can I have a good reputation? How can my business be top class? Like everybody wants to be involved. The state recognizes that we're doing a great job and we're a reputable place. He doesn't think about that. That is something that has to be thought about.
4: That's why you have to hire good PR people.
3: Well and see, that's another I was talking to someone earlier and I even said money cannot be the objective. It has to be a benefit. Right. right. When you're focusing on money and numbers and just doing the bigger, better thing than anybody else instead of working together and making it something that everybody is doing and everybody's happy with.
4: Exactly. You're
3: you're defeating the entire system.
4: And then it just comes crashing down around you.
3: Well, and then you get the reputation of being greedy.
4: Exactly. Or the, being the circus a nut, nut job. Right. Yeah.
3: You know, I mean, it's insane. And then you
4: go and do things to cement that thought in people's minds that, yes, indeedy, you are nuts. Mm-hmm. So good job uh, with that.
3: Yeah, so.
4: Holla Montana Connect in the chat. What's up?
3: Yeah, yeah. She How was Colorado? Started. She started Colorado, but she was actually pointing out to us that Medical Cannabis Solutions is now coming out.
4: Hey, well, if she wants to call in, she can tell us all about it.
3: Yes.
4: So, what is next?
3: I don't know. What do you want to talk about? So, this is
4: going to be banned, and that's that, huh? Yep, yep. Through the whole state.
3: That's the whole thing.
4: Awesome. Let's...
3: Tag, you're it. (laughs)
4: <laughs> let's talk about this I saw this in the news I thought this was kind of interesting this uh, mother uh, of a two year old daughter she gave her I child I am
3: getting a call by the way just to give you a heads yeah
4: uh, that's cool she gave her two year old daughter some uh, some cannabis and I love I love how this website puts the story it's like prepare to be outraged Holly Moms Ohio native Jessica Gamble thought it would be funny to videotape her two-year-old daughter smoking a joint. Turns out she was absolutely right. No. She's not launching, or she's not, excuse me, she's not laughing now that she's facing up to six years in jail for corrupting a minor and tampering with evidence. Yes, Caller, you're live on the Hotbox. What's up?
0: Hey, this is Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Heidi. I think you guys ought to call Irv up and tell him happy anniversary.
4: It's, it's the anniversary of what?
0: It's his anniversary. It's his 28th anniversary of, of receiving federal medical cannabis. Fantastic. 20... And it is also the day that we are launching Medical Cannabis
3: Solutions. What is that? Enlighten us.
0: Medical Cannabis Solutions is a national corporation being formed by Irvin and myself to approach medical cannabis laws. Politicians, education on a national basis it's time for things to change he's stepping out and it's gonna happen
4: that's awesome it's been time for something like that I just think that it's it's been waiting for a person to come along and take take over and put some some motivation and some some monetary financials behind it and really get it going and I think you're gonna do it now you got the man he is the man
3: Yay!
0: He is the man. I can't tell you how much. You should dial him up and tell him happy anniversary. He'd be really tickled.
4: Yeah, you think he'll answer? Live yeah, on the show? Answer. All right, I'll do that. So, what else have you been doing? You, I, I see this new uh, Colorado Connect magazine.
0: Colorado Connect, yes, we have launched that. Um, How's I was that work? Last weekend with Irvin, as a matter of fact, that's where we shot the cover. Nice. At the Capitol. Irvin's on the cover, and we also have on the cover Medical Cannabis Solutions, yet again. So that was kind of a teaser with it coming out, because we knew it was coming out. That's what we were down there doing. Wonderful. And so then we got Colorado Connect launching and taking off. And um, Colorado is just loving the whole medical, medical, medical. They love it. They want to learn, oh, my God, they need help. Everybody needs help. And then um, I've affiliated with a banking service. Really? I sent out an email with everybody on that, yeah. And through that affiliation, um, all of the people who do their visa credit services through uh Services, my affiliate, um, 10% will be going back to Montana Patients through Montana Connect Magazine.
4: Wonderful. Wow. Yeah. That's so a good deal, for sure. I can sure.
0: establish a patient defense fund, a patient assistance fund. I can do whatever I want with it. You know, they told me I could use it for operating. I went, nah, I have other plans for operating. I want to use this for the patients because that's what I do. I'm here to help people. That's my job. That's what I got into this to do. You know, when I took my retirement and put it all into this, that's why. It's so I could help people. And that's why i have affiliated with the people i have affiliated with so that we can help people because that's what it's about. It's to pay it forward, help people. And when you work that way and operate that way, people are going to jump in your boat and sail right along with you.
4: That's right. Right. It looks like – so are you – are you, is your goal to have a Connect magazine representing each state eventually?
0: Well, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. When I had the concept of Montana Connect on February 16th of 2010, um, at that point I trademarked before I ever even filed my business papers at, as Connect magazine. So I had national goals before I even Good. made Montana Connect cover.
4: Two down, That's- 48 more to go.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get there. Baby steps, though. Baby steps. Yes, exactly.
4: Right. And you
3: considering know, we're not
0: about to take over the world, we're to educate and do it. You know, we can't. We have to go. You know, we're at A, they're at Z. We need to meet at M. Right. Yeah. You know, so so we got to work it that way. We can't totally take charge and be the bull in the china shop and and tear the hell out of everything. It's just not going to work right that way, and it scares the hell out of people. Exactly. That's why everybody keeps going back to the whole anti thing, which I'm not even going to say the name, but, you know, <laughs> who I'm referring. Yeah, we're but, down you know, with that. that whole in-your-face thing that terrifies people, not just on our Montana local level, but on a national level as well. And we just have to turn it around. And the best way to do that, what's the best way to do that but with patient number two, Federal That's right. Patient, you know, education. You've got to get
4: get those publications yeah. out there and into the hands of the people who still think that pot should be schedule one. That's dangerous. That's evil. The devil, all that silly fairy tale stuff and education, uh, show them.
3: but also setting a good example. Of course, those both right. those things are necessary. You need to, to walk proud and represent. Yes. Walk, crowd, and represent. This is not a
0: culture industry. This is a medical platform, and that is where Irvin and I stand very firmly. That is the basis of Medical Cannabis Solutions. And that is where I base my Connect Magazine and the whole theory and platform behind it. And that's why I have people running to me now going, hey, 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 come on, let's go. Woo. Yeah, awesome. I'm going to go. Yeah. Well, I'm flying back to Denver on the 13th. Here we go.
4: Well, we're proud of you. So,
3: very proud.
0: And you know what, though? I'm proud of you guys. You guys have grown
4: along with me, too. That's oh, right.
0: I remember
3: the right. show I was. I went, whoa, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, look at where we've come since
4: then. I remember when you were here with us doing show.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to do that again. That was Excellent. fun. Yes, we definitely need to do that again. I miss you. <laughs> I miss you, too, Sandy. You Ooh. need to return my calls. <laughs> I'm sorry.
4: Are you going to make it to the next MMGA meeting here in Coswell? When is
3: it? December 8th, I Thank think Thank you, Quinn Sandy. <laughs> I
4: totally looked at her like I have no idea.
3: <laughs> you did to me what Ed does to Quinn all yeah, the right. time. <laughs> That's you. a Wednesday because we got another meeting on the 10th.
0: I don't know. I might really have to try that because I do have to get up that way. All right. Well, hey, I if can't you do. I not promise anything right now.
4: If you do, we'll try and get you on a show while you're up here.
0: Okay.
4: All right. Well, thanks for the call, Heidi.
0: Yeah, well hey, go dial the man up, I'll be listening in, call him up and say, hey, Heidi Hey, we'll call him tell you happy anniversary and how to said to ask you about medical cannabis solutions.
4: Awesome. What do you
0: give him birth to on your anniversary, big guy?
4: <laughs> I'll do that. Okay, go get him. Alright, thanks.
3: Thanks, Heidi. Bye.
4: Bye. Montana Connect. Miss Connect magazine herself.
3: Miss Heidi.
4: She is great. So Are you gonna I'm call gonna call him. I'm pulling up my dialing pad. Hold on. Uh, Got it. This number, this number, this number. Uh, Thank you, people in the chat, for not being jerks and typing while I'm trying to read a phone number out of there. (laughs) And, uh...
3: Now watch everybody say no problem. I know. You're welcome.
4: Don't call him, though. (laughs) This will be great. I wonder if he remembers. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm calling my grandpa to say happy anniversary. (laughs) happy birthday, grandpa. This man is a legend. Hello? Irvin. Yes? Hey, this is Matthew with The Hot Box, and Sandy, happy anniversary, my man.
1: Thank you very much.
4: Hey, you're live on the show right now. You got a minute to uh, talk to us? Sure,
1: that'd be fine.
4: Excellent. Heidi uh, told us to give you a call, and uh, that's awesome. This is what, your, your 28th anniversary?
5: Uh, 28 years. Today started
4: my 29th year. That is amazing. I was one when you started receiving medical cannabis from the federal government.
3: I wasn't even one yet, but I was close.
5: <laughs> you were close. Okay, well, there you go.
4: <laughs> so tell us about this new uh, this new magazine, this new publication you're putting out with Heidi.
3: National? Uh,
5: well, it's going it's to be Colorado Connect. It's going to be patterned after her Montana Connect. And what we're hoping to do with uh, what we're trying to put together is uh, eventually be able to go into every state that's uh, that has the medical cannabis laws and... Even the ones that don't, hopefully give them an educational tool to be able to help them uh, get further along in their struggles to try to get a pass, including my own state here in North Florida.
4: That's right. You guys haven't gotten uh, a medical law on the ballot yet. Is that... uh, No, we're a long way from that happening. Oh, yeah, really?
3: Florida is a pretty no-tolerant state, if I'm right, right? Yeah, but
4: so is Nevada. Yeah, you are right about that. It is definitely a very intolerant area.
5: And that's because a lot of one of the reasons is um, Drug Free America and several other of uh, the um, uh, drug organizations that are against us are headquartered in Florida, especially in the Panhandle and the more country areas of Florida.
4: Right, so that's, they don't want to see it happen. That's their jobs. That's their livelihood, job security. They don't ever want to see that happen. I bet. You no,
5: know exactly the case.
4: So, and you guys are also getting together on this other publication called Medical Cannabis Solutions. Now, what's that going to be all about?
5: Uh, what it's going to be is a consulting company, again, for medical cannabis uh, issues. And what we're planning on doing is that, myself being the federal patient, uh, I get my medicine from the federal government. It's it's, it's the best price you know, possible. And uh, it's a good source, and it's a good place to get medicine. And what we would like to try to see is for us to put together a package, which we believe to be the best strategy for a state to implement their own medical cannabis laws. And my connection, again, with uh, the federal government, my fellow patients, and also my connection with Patients Out of Time. Patients Out of Time is a uh, completely medical uh, organization that every two years holds a conference, a medical conference, that we bring the top scientists, doctors, nurses, patients from around the world, and they present what they've done in the cannabinoid field for the last two years. Now, the the federal government might state that, that marijuana has no medical value, However, recently, patients at a time just got the VA to come out saying for the first time that marijuana or cannabis is a medicine.
2: Finally. And that
5: in the states, in the states that have laws, such as your Montana, that if a, a veteran, let's say that was in Iraq and got his leg shut off, is using opiates for pain, and they did a, uh, a pee test on them, and they tested positive for metabolites of cannabis, then the VA used to take away their opiates. And what the VA now just came up saying is in the states that have medical marijuana laws, that you can no longer withhold opiates from a, a veteran just because they test positive for cannabis. Now, what's interesting about that is the VA cannot discriminate. So therefore, if you're a veteran in Montana and you don't have to uh, worry about medical cannabis in your system, well, what about a state like, like Florida? Right. I mean, it's the same veteran. The same veteran. You can't discriminate against veterans, and so that's going to how that's going to play out is going to be interesting. So again, we the patients at a time has already been recognized, you know, by by the federal authorities and the AMA, the American Medical Association. They sanction our conference, meaning they will give doctors continuing education credit to come to our conference to learn about cannabis.
3: That is, really and the American.
5: Nice. In, in, in the American Nurses Association, the highest organization in the country of nurses, for nurse practitioners, RNs, LPNs, they also sanction our conference. And this has been since the year 2000. So they text and said to so nurses, you go to their conference, you learn about this, you learn about medical cannabis from them, and we'll give you the continuing education credits. So, and it's even on our website, medicalcannabis.com, and it's on the website of the University of California, San Francisco, UCSF. It's on their website. So even if you couldn't attend our conference, you can go there, download our conference, and still get continuing education credits. So the point is we are are, are, are as as, as, uh, authorized as any organization to teach people about medical cannabis. And so we've always argued that it is a medicine, so therefore we're going to put together a package that treats it exactly like a medicine, that doctors will only be allowed to recommend to patients if they've been approved by patients at a time, if they go through our continuing education uh, seminars. And if we approve of them, same thing with the end, end user, meaning whoever giving the cannabis to a patient has to realize they are giving medicine out. Mm-hmm. Just like if they're giving like OxyContin or something else, and they need to be trained. They need to, they need to learn, and we are the experts. Okay, there are no other organizations in this country with any type of initials that have any credibility when it comes to medical use.
4: That's right.
5: Patients out of time, out of time does. So we're going to be the ones that are connected to putting the package together to where we can go to a state and say, if you want to implement a, the best medical cannabis law that, that, that there can be, this is what we perceive it to be. So that's going to be also the part of the consulting and and, and trying to you know just educate the people that this you know is a needed medicine, and that we are the experts and we're going to be treated as experts and we're going to bring it to the best way to the patients and everybody's going to be
3: happy monetarily
5: also because again it's it's people got to make money off of it. Nonprofit profit doesn't work. I mean, not in reality. Yeah. Okay, a reasonable profit A reasonable profit is, is, is nothing wrong with that. And being the stockbroker that I am, you know, we put the other financial end of this company. The people have to realize they're going to be people that have got investments in this company that are going to have to get paid back, meaning shareholders. But, you know, what more accountability and credibility can you get? And that's what DEA wants. DEA wants accountability and credibility. Well, if you've got public shareholders, there's no money going out the back door. Okay. And if you've got accountability as far as how it's prepared, how it's raised, how it's grown, and, and you can show that to DEA, well then I think that's all DEA is looking for. Is it's, it's not the wild cowboy aspect of it that sometimes has come about. But they want it more controlled and that's what we want to that's what we hope to be able to do.
4: Exactly. It's just like any normal corporation, you know, if something happens, you have a group of people there that are held accountable for it. It's the responsibility well, and, and it, the, it's set up legitimately. The
3: thing that I am really excited <sighs> about and that I just love is is exactly what I was saying earlier in the show. There needs to be a good example and people setting a standard for how a business in the medical cannabis industry should operate and how people should help each other while still, you know, running a business the way it needs to be run.
4: That's right. So it's Urban you have you have all this um this information set up and it's it's completely counter to what the government is saying that it's a schedule 1 it's dangerous and all that meanwhile of course you and you know a few other people have gotten it from them and still continue to get it from them do you can you compile all this information like you've done in your book and like present it to them and see what they say like how do you say that it's still bad when you have all this positive, scientific, logical evidence?
5: Again, presenting it to the government's one thing. The government still does not want to know. Because the government is controlled by lobby organizations. Right. And the major lobby organizations, the pharma industry, the petrochemical companies, the you know, lumber industry, the, the industry that, that controls our jails. I mean, they're the ones with the big money. And so we can convince them that money can be made on, on, on other ways. And, and and you know money can be saved by not prosecuting some of these you know these these some of these people right you know it just, it, 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 it takes it takes time and it's you know and, and what upsets me is I've been on this now for forty years almost, and while we've gotten fifteen states to pass laws we've got the District of Columbia we look in the late seventies and early eighties we have got thirty four states to pass laws
4: yeah I read so that. I think it's that's, just kind of, that's crazy
5: yeah so I, I think it's time that I 'm getting sick of all of this, and I was hoping that other people would pick it up and somehow get done, but you know something they don 't have the credibility that I do
4: right, and I realize
5: that so, there, so therefore, I mean you know I thought that once I wrote my book that that book would tell the story, and once my, my whole job was to get the book out and try to you know and get the story out so people would realize it, but I realized well, Heidi pointed out that it's, that's only part of it. Okay, that with my expertise and credibility and what we have, we've got to go to the people. We've got to go to these states and say, hey, look, this is going to happen. And the Fed's going to have to realize that this is going to happen. If you want, if this is going to happen, then let's do it the best way possible. And we're going to present them the best way possible.
4: That's right. And you, if That's anybody, the- if anybody is qualified for that, it's you. I mean, in 1982, you went in front of the FDA, you yourself in front of 20 medical experts, and you presented your case to them, and you you know you convince them like you're you're the man for the job i think
5: well that's how i feel like it too and so you know i've got to do this it's, it's like i said in my book on certain things i had no choice right no one else has the credibility no one else has the credibility to do this and so therefore if i'm never going to get this done then i'm going to, have to do it
3: mm-hmm. and
5: so that's what i'm prepared to do and so and again now that you know i've got the Heidi, and, and she's introduced me to a lot of different people. And of course, I know so many people in the movement that I can count on. You know, especially with the, with the people with patients out of time. I mean, that's very important. We've got you know experts in all the different fields that we can call on, and you know, we are the people. We are the experts. So we're going to take advantage of it. We're going to point us out, and and you know, no matter what other organizations are out there, uh, they don't have the medical uh, credibility or the qualifications that we do.
4: That's right. And I want to I want to stress this to anyone that might be listening. If you find yourself coming into discussions with people and you want some good information the book that this man has written it's called my medicine it has so many facts and like he he was there you know Mm -hmm. like it's so cool to read it it's a great story but on the other side like it is a very factual statistic filled book and it's all just you read that and you're like how can they still say that it's you know dangerous and that it has no medical viability? It's it's mind blowing.
5: That it is, but that's that's the party line, shall we say?
4: So, uh, just real quick before we let you go, what which state do you think will be the next one to get uh, a medical cannabis law in effect?
5: Oh, if I had to pick a state, um, uh, well. That's really kind of difficult to say. I mean, New York was close and now the new governor coming in is not in favor of it. Right. So that makes it very difficult. That makes it difficult for New York. Uh, Illinois has a good shot. Okay, Illinois might be one that might, that might happen. Right. Uh, that would be about it right now as far as that I can see. I mean, the way I look at this last election, I think it became a more religious right which I think makes it more difficult for our, our situation. Like even in your state, I mean, not only do, do some people not want to enhance the law that you've got, but they just seem to peel it all together.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they did. They and, tried yeah. that, and
4: they fell quite a bit short. But, you know, people are out there trying it. And I think those are the people we need to educate first because they're going to end up being the ones in the long run that do the most damage to what we're trying to accomplish here.
5: They're very, very true. And, and, you know, the way I like to point out to people, when you talk about different diseases, you know, cancer doesn't know if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Exactly. Doesn't care, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, and so that, that point being is, over the years, I've found Democrats to be more in favor of our issue than Republicans. And so that being said, that being said, that's why I reach out to the Republicans because, you know, as intelligent as they are, if they believe what the government, the rhetoric the government says that it's bad for your brains, bad for your lungs, it does this to you, it does that to you, and they truly believe what the government's saying, the rhetoric the government's saying, then all I've got to say is, well, if that's true,
4: Oh, I think we lost him.
3: Uh-oh.
4: Oh man. Well, that he is an amazing man. And uh you can get his book at com. and I'm telling you I read it. I was going to interview him at that Helena conference. Mm-hmm. That book is great. Mm-hmm. It is a really good story and yeah, like all of, all of the factual stuff in there are just amazing. So
3: He is an amazing man.
4: Pick it up. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get moving on with this. I know it's getting kind of late, and we got to get you back across the valley to your house. But that's <laughs> In this great. Wind and, and cold. Definitely. Anytime you wanna you wanna call us back, or four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. We do this show most Tuesdays and every Saturday. So I will interview him. I had. I totally. I got my notebook out. Look at I this. I know. I camera too. I like. I read the book, and I was all getting ready to, but. I don't know. I didn't want to keep him that much You're longer well anyway. you were prepared. I know. I was trying to, like, find that because I had some good questions. I wanted to... He's been through some crazy stuff, and he was fighting this game since before we were born, and, it, like, I respect that so much. Everything that he's gotten done like while we were still learning to walk and talk yep. and now it affects us directly like well, and he's that's still, so cool to me
3: he's still working on it too it's not something that he did for a little while and then he was like "eh you know what i'm cool" He's working on it still 28 years later.
4: Right. And Heidi, uh, Montana Connect says the the total time he's been working on this 39 years.
3: That's 10 years longer than I've been alive. Yep.
4: My Isn't mom that crazy? was in
3: high school when he started this.
4: That's so awesome to that me. That is
3: amazing. If anyone
4: we should be looking up to as a role model and that knows his business, that's the man. He needs to be our stockbroker. That's all I got to say. <laughs> you need to start funneling some funds our way, and we will put you all over the internet. For show. Sure. All right. Uh, were there any other stories you really wanted to get to? I kind of want to talk about this if we have time. Mm-hmm. Are, are we good? What's the time? We've got 10. Okay. So uh, this just came out today. The newly er- elected rightist Dutch government. Said Wednesday, it wants to bar foreigners from buying marijuana in the Netherlands' famous cannabis coffee shops. The move is part of a national crackdown on drug use, a government spokesman said. So, you know what that means. If this passes, and it sounds like, I don't know, I mean, if the newly elected government is wanting to do this, they may end up doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, for more than 30 years, Holland, I've been there. Have you ever been there? Um, to Amsterdam?
3: No, not, well, I've probably traveled through it, but I was too young to remember.
4: Ah, it is an amazing place. I went there quite a while I ago. I wanted
3: to go, but it I don't so think cool. I'll be able to now. <laughs>
4: well, yeah, I know, right? You can still go <laughs> well, there. Well, I
3: can go, but... It's just
4: not going to be near as fun.
3: I wanted to go to the cannabis Cup.
4: That would have been fun. Definitely. It's all gone now. Well, maybe. I think they can still fight it, but I don't know. Uh, For more than 30 years, Holland has allowed the sale of small amounts of marijuana, currently up to 5 grams, in coffee shops, even though laws against marijuana possession technically remain on the books. In recent years, conservative governments have increasingly signaled their unhappiness with the status quo and have embarked on campaigns to reduce the number of coffee shops. Dutch coffee shops are a popular tourist destination. Holla. Especially with visitors. I think I actually have a poster from the Bulldog or Coffee Shop yeah, 39 I stared there. at it a couple
3: of cool. times. It's cool. It's so
4: old. Like, it's way old. There's a bunch of like little aliens and playing pool and there's mushrooms growing and pot plants and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, Dutch coffee shops are a popular tourist destination, especially with visitors from neighboring France, Germany, Belgium, and the U.S., of course. Um, Some border towns have already moved to bar foreigners, citing traffic, congestion, and public order problems. On Wednesday, Dutch Security and Justice Minister Ivo Alpestein told NOS Radio the governing coalition had agreed to limit marijuana sales to Dutch residents in order to curb crime linked to marijuana production and sales. Uh, No tourist attractions. We don't like that. (laughs) Which I find that pretty funny because how much money does this tourist attraction bring in for you on an annual time frame quite a bit i bet money people go there for that so you're getting money in hotels your trains food art people everything there people get stoned and then they go your red light your whores are getting paid because people go there to smoke pot, and then they're like, "Well, when in Rome." I
3: can't believe we just got off the phone with Irvy. You said "whores" within fifteen minutes. I'm sorry, but
4: that, it's <laughs> it's legal there. It's legit. It's too legit to quit. I know it's okay. Prostitutes. I'm sorry.
3: Women of the night. Women. of... <laughs> <laughs>
4: Roxanne. <laughs> uh, with well, oh, wow. While some border towns have already acted to bar foreigners, there's less enthusiasm for a ban in Amsterdam, home to some 223 coffee shops. The municipal government there said it was studying the government proposal, uh, quote, We are taking the current practice as a starting point. It is not perfect, but in many ways we have a functioning coffee shop system, an Amsterdam City, city spokesman said. The no-foreigner's policy has not yet been formally drafted, and no firm date for the ban has yet been set, but it looks like foreign pot smokers are about to join Muslims as persona non grata in the brave New Holland. Mm. Oh, wah, wah. That's too bad. Well. There goes your income.
3: I guess I'll just hey, go somewhere else for vacation. I know,
4: right? Remember that recession we were having here? <laughs> Enjoy that.
3: Yeah, have fun. It sucks.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, well, anything else before we wrap this thing up? I'm super stoked we got to talk to Erwin for that long. Too,
3: that was so first. Neato.
4: This This is a greatest hit show. First, Ed Doctor. I know. Then Heidi from Montana Connect, Colorado Connect, and that other, uh, what's it called? The, the other.
3: Medical Cannabis Solutions. You.
4: Thank you. And then Irvin Rosenfeld, the man himself.
3: Yup. Yup.
4: That was so awesome. Do you see
3: all of the chat stuff that's being said right now? Are yeah, you I'm not it? rapping.
4: I'm not, I'll play the song for you guys, but I'm not, I can't rap it cause Sean's, Sean's
3: not here Sean's, and I don't sound like him, nor do I know the words that well. Sean's the other
4: half of that song. So, but I will play it for you guys. You guys want to hear hit that shit. Uh, Thejamhole.com slash music. That whole album is there for free. Yup, yup. For free. I have
3: a copy of it.
4: That's right. I
3: even have it on my computer.
4: I hear your children are big fans of my rap persona. They (laughs) are. That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Sandy. It's been a pleasure as usual. Thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us. Thank Thank you, you, Irv. Thank you, Irv Rosenfeld. MyMedicineTheBook.com. You should get that. MedicalCannabis.com. You should go there. MontanaConnect.com. And of course, us, the Hotbox, HotboxPodcast.com. Email us info at HotboxPodcast.com. Catch these shows live every Saturday and most Tuesdays. 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, HotboxPodcast.com slash live. And if you've got some spare change, you want to help support the show, we do this out of our own pockets. Yeah. Everything we do here is supported (laughs) by us working day jobs. Yep. So hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. Thank you. And uh, don't forget, 2010 Podcast Awards. We want you to nominate us for education. We just educated y'all.
3: We did. Irv helped. Heidi helped. Ed helped a little.
4: Quinn helped.
3: (laughs) Quinn helped. Ed educate us. That's
4: right. It's (laughs) all about education. That's what this show is here for, to help you all do. And... I started finally, I got room on my computer again, so I got all the footage from the MMGA conference. So I will be, as soon as I get some time, uh, ripping audio and making audio things for you to download, and you can listen to what happened there if you missed the live broadcast.
3: Super sweet.
4: So check out that, and uh, yeah, just check out the site, hotboxpodcast.com. Alright. All so
3: you're gonna play the song, right? I'm gonna play Hit the song. Alright. Right. So um okay, I agree. We should do this for Urb and everyone should blaze Happy, for him.
4: Happy anniversary. Everybody
3: Irv. light it up for him. Everyone
4: blaze one for the great Irvin Rosenfeld, twenty eight years strong and still going with a crazy, crazy disease. I wrote it down here. I'm gonna totally butcher this. Okay. When he was a kid, he got diagnosed with multiple congenital cartilaginous exostosis, which is a rare bone disorder that causes tumors to grow all over you, just at random points. And the only thing that has helped him is uh, marijuana. He's been on pain pills. He's been through hospitals. He knows more about this than doctors do. He is the man that knows what's up with this, if anybody. So, and you you know something? I, I want to. I just want to mention this because while we're honoring him in an anniversary he actually (laughs) this is so awesome when he was younger he actually kicked out one of his very first girlfriends because he caught her smoking pot and he gave her the boot because he was not you know he was going to school and going to college you have to get this book it is there's just the anecdotes it is so funny and the story, it's well written. It's, it's a great story. And there's, like I said, there's so much great information in there. You just got to check it out.
3: He started D.A.R.E.
4: Yeah. There's a lot the of stuff in there. Drug
3: Abuse Resistance Education. And in
4: 1988, <laughs> Judge Young recommended that marijuana be moved to Schedule 2. But you know what? Everyone ignored him. Yep. He said, this judge in 1988 said... Marijuana is one of the safest, therapeutically active substances known to man. And you know what? They ignored him. They completely ignored him.
3: We need to get him, like, we need to do a show with him.
4: Yeah, we that's what we are gonna do in Helena. Yeah, but Remember we need to that?
3: like. Yeah, but we need oh. to like organize it where we have like time to like, yeah. sit down and like do a show.
4: Yeah, that would be cool. Because like in I, studio. I
3: think just from talking to him on the phone, I have a feeling that it would end up being all all talking about Irv. No news stories. That's right, and he that knows. would be amazing.
4: I would love to have that recorded and archived for informational purposes to oh, be able to yes. refer people to. Listen to YouTube this if you want to get educated. It. Yes. That would be so great. We
3: should do that. Heidi, Heidi, do Make it. Make that
4: happen. Hotboxpodcast.com. Thank you, Irvin, for everything you've done. Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Sandy.
3: Thank you, Matt.
4: You're welcome. We'll talk to you guys on Tuesday, maybe, but definitely Saturday. Yep, yep. Goodbye.
6: Here we go now, baby, here we go
4: now. Here we go now, baby, here we go now. Here we go now, baby, here we
2: go now. Here we go now, baby, here we go now. What's the time? It's 420. 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 It's It's 420. Sad thing is, I've no money. So let's go out and try to score something. I'm a laid-back board game, out sword playing. Of course, I crave something more cunning. Dance
6: on this shit, sticky like glue. And it got more crystals in it than a strip club do. it rocket fuel gonna take you to the moon. So load up a whole mug up and we'll be there
2: soon. Y'all don't be harshing up on my buzz. Pimpin' is as pimpin' does. We need a plan with an easy high. So let's take a step back and legalize. Here we go now, baby, here we go now. Here we go now, baby, here we go now. Here we go now, baby, here we go now. Here we go now, baby, here we go now. So roll that one. Bigger round than a blimp. Smoke weed by the pound. So you know I don't skip. Got the green going round. Now we all getting lit. Now so everybody, everybody say it with me. It with me. Hit that. Yo, no, it's been too long, or so it seems. But you know how time flies when you're oh, smoking trees. Just freeze. a little puff, puff to put your mind at ease. Just please make sure the weed ain't got no seeds. Y'all
6: don't be hushing up on my buzz. Pimpin' is as pimpin, pimpin' does. Excuse me, miss, would you like to try? Just have a hit of this and kiss the sky.
2: You know I've always loved smoking weed. I'm like Paul Bunyan chopping down the trees with my skinny babe trimming leaves in a bikini. We need to hurry. Hurry up and smoke up this green it?
6: So slow it down, okie dokie, let's go Roll up some of my homies own Stony
2: homegrown, so we higher than the Clouds floating in the ozone But we're sinking in the couch cause damn was so Stoned, my utensil of Choice, anything glass, always use a Bong at home, blazing the grass But if I'm on the go, I got my Dichro, we'll keep it on the down low with my Sneaker toe. so roll that one bigger round than a blimp, smoke Weed by the pound, so you know I don't Skip, got the green going round, so we Y'all now, now everybody
6: see it with, with me
2: Hip. Growing up, I had a tough time Until I figured out I should just get fucking hot Now we smoke off the top shelf While everybody else sits and drools at the fucking smell No way, I don't play that game
6: And I don't understand why you hate to say my name I just wanna get blazed and spit my rap If you ain't got shit to straight, then get off my track Get off my back, you act like a fool You're too hot-headed, Lyric stay Ooh, cool. Dish it out like I'm
2: Gordon Ramsay You bitch about to heat,
6: get out there Kitchen pansy, yo! I
2: spit fatness when I rap shit. We're kicking sick rhymes with a magical enchantment. I'm plus five, it's a must that I bust high. You know I keep it dirty when I rough
6: ride. Big round in a blimp, smoke weed by the pound, so you know I don't skip. Got the green going
2: round, well, so, so we, we all getting lit. Now everybody yeah. say it with me. Get that. Find me in the school zone, driving like a cool bro, going through town to sell to everybody, everybody you know. The triple threat, write it down, please don't forget. Hit me up when you think you need to get a little bit. So roll that blood bigger round than a blimp. Smoke weed by the pound, so you know I
6: don't skimp. Got the green going round, so we, we
2: all get lit. Now everybody say a weapon
0: If you like, weed, you like this, weed, this, this is where where U T
3: P. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening
6: to the hot box podcast. Thank you for listening to the hot box
3: podcast. Thank you for listening to the hot box podcast. Thank you for listening to hot Box. podcast.